0: Welcome to Adulting Therapists, a podcast where two Portland therapist friends discuss what it's like to be a therapist, what we do to take care of ourselves, and meet with special guests to talk about mental health issues, stigma, and more. I'm Emily. And I'm
1: Corey. And we're Adulting Adulting Therapists.
0: Why are we all being stuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Longest like intro pause ever.
1: <laughs> Hi. Hi, Corey. Hi Emily. I'm so excited to see you. Me too. You sound really excited. Well, it's because I've been seeing you for a little bit. <laughs> I came over to eat your chips first. It's true. You did
0: eat my <laughs> chips and salsa. I hope they were satisfactory. Yeah, they
1: were good. I was getting hangry. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I think the pod listeners thank you too, because I'm not gonna be a total asshole.
0: (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you interrupted me as I was in the middle of like a mission on Red Redemption 2, so I might be kind of (laughs) bitchy.
1: Sounds like a you problem. (laughs)
0: I'm like, I gotta go kill those townspeople. (laughs) Kind of like coming. Um,
1: We have someone really special here today. We do! Hello. <laughs> it's Conan O'Brien, everyone! Oh, so no,
0: Conan just, <laughs> just kidding,
2: it's not Conan O'Brien. It is Dr. Danielle Ayers. Hello, yes, my name's Dr. Danielle. You can call me that, that's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super excited to be on the podcast. Uh, I met Emily at an event that she put on a while ago. Um, and we got a chance to chat, and I'm just super excited about everything that you guys are doing on the podcast. I've been listening a bunch. Listen on the way over. Nice. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I love the things that you talk about, and I think this is just such an awesome podcast. You guys are doing great work.
0: Oh, thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Step one, listen to podcasts. Step two, we <laughs> haunt
2: your dreams. <laughs>
0: That's the second step. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quick transition. Yeah. From just, yeah. You know, first-time listener to, uh, you know, nightmares. nightmares.
1: I, yeah, that's exactly how it goes.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, so we met at that super awesome, like, mindful running course. Um, and, you know, Danielle and I met and kind of chatted about how... Uh, so she's a doctor of chiropractic medicine. Just chiropractic. <laughs> just, we just. talked about this when we met too. I was like, chiropractic city? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that there, there's they're not another word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so do- doctor of chiropractic mm-hmm. and, uh, we talked a lot about the connection between chiropractics and <laughs> chiropractic and, <Singular>. <laughs> <laughs> <whoa>! <laughs> and mental health. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your practice, like what you do,
2: like how those things are connected, like in your clinical mind. Awesome. Yeah, well that's something I love talking about. It's my hundred percent passion. So um yeah I work in a clinic that focuses a lot on um chronic stress and fight or flight mode. Um, so, I'll talk a little bit about, like, what fight-or-flight mode is. I think you guys have mentioned it on the podcast mm. also. Um, but basically, uh, it's a, like, primitive state of neurology that kind of goes back to when we were, like, cavemen. And you have this instinct, like, when you're being attacked or something, to either fight and, like, punch something or, you know, be aggressive or flight and, like, run away. So... Um, It's a really adaptive response. It's a good thing that we have it um, because you need to be able to escape from your stressors um, and get away from a potentially traumatizing situation. Um, But what happens a lot of the time, especially in our society where we're just constantly stressed out, um, is your brain can get caught on a fight or flight loop and then it's really hard to come back down. Mm -hmm. So we see a lot of people... Who are struggling with this chronic stress and not being able to get back to kind of like a more level baseline. Um, so those are the people that we see a lot in our office and that can show up um, with symptoms such as like anxiety, um, chronic stress, chronic fatigue, brain fog, um, like even allergies, um, just not living your life to your fullest. So mm-hmm. um what we do in our office is focus a lot on becoming more resilient to stress. So we, we understand that you can't fully escape from stress. There's always going to be stress in your life, whether it's physical, emotional, um, chemical, like if you're eating poor foods or if your environment has a lot of toxins in it. Um, so we don't try to focus as much on decreasing those stresses because sometimes it's inevitable. Um, but we try to focus more on making you more resilient to those stresses. So that's um, some of the work that we do. Uh, we put on a lot of workshops. Um, we also do um, movement classes and we do clinical care as well. Awesome. Cool. So yeah. that
0: like mind-body connection.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Super powerful. Like I'm so happy to hear that like healthcare professionals are, I mean, like essentially your practice is focusing on like stress management in the body. And like, that's amazing. That's You awesome. know, like 10 years ago, God, I can't even imagine <laughs> like that must, it must be such a new field.
2: Yeah, it really you know? is. Um, not a ton of people are focusing on this. And I think it really gets down to the root of like a lot of um, things that people experience with like chronic illness. I think the root of a lot of things comes from just being in chronic stress all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we have developed these strategies to help you become more resilient. Um, and the way that we do that is by, uh, kind of biohacking the brain. Um, so we've found that movement is the way to recover from like a fight or flight response. mm -hmm. It's kind of, in the name you either need to like fight and move to fight or you need to like move and run away. So mm-hmm. movement is the body's natural way to come down from a stressful mm-hmm. response. Um, so that's why you see things like kids who are in gym class all day um, or have more gym incorporated into their curriculum uh, show up higher on standardized test scores. Um, also, like if you slam your finger on the door Your automatic response is to shake your hand (laughs) and and get movement signals to the brain. So the movement signals um, turn down a stress response, but it's not just movement. It needs to be fluid movement, and that's another key part that a lot of other um, practices don't focus on is if you have like sticky spots in your body, um, whether that's from like I'll talk about later, like a fascial adhesion or a joint restriction, something in your body that's not moving as fluidly that sends alarm signals to the brain and any movement that you're doing is um, not as productive if you can't move through it. So you're not oh, able to fully move through the movement because you're restricted. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, it reminded me of, I think his name is Levine. The He's like a trauma therapist. Okay. Um, I think his book is called like Awaking the Tiger, perhaps. And it's all about like when you get hurt like zebras if they get like hurt you know they don't sit still they go for a run like they run it out yeah um and why that movement is so important after you experience like a traumatic incident um so it doesn't get like stuck in your body for lack of a more um maybe medical term (laughs) no exactly like that's
2: that's the body's natural way to kind of come down from that yeah we have sorry we have a little addition here
0: You guys, while we were talking, Feist got really jealous, and she came up the stairs, and she was just, like, waiting outside of the door. (laughs) (laughs) And now you can hear her long
1: toenails (laughs) just (laughs) clickety-clacking all over the floor. God. Okay. Um, Sorry. So I talk a lot about also, like, the the freeze response um, with a lot of my clients who experience a lot of avoidance. Like, Mm. I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to pretend like you can't see me. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm so curious about, like, how her model fits into your conceptualization on anxiety,
1: too. I think they actually really complement each other. So um, I, like I mentioned, I work with um, OCD and anxiety disorders, so I explain a lot about the fight and flight system to my clients um, to kind of understand where their anxiety is coming from. And so I kind of explain it as, um, you know, your amygdala just sends out this response and it says hey you're in danger pick which one you're gonna do <laughs> um but sometimes that response comes out and then in the lack of maybe real danger like there's not a lion or a bear your brain looks around and goes well what else is there well there's homework and there's that difficult conversation and um you know spiders and all yeah, that. like
0: why not pump that that homework up to 11 you know, yeah, <laughs> it's just really don't have anything on that. better to, to yeah. freak out about than well, we, that
1: our brain like, needs to make meaning out of this feeling. It's such mm-hmm. a strong, primal feeling that we can't ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just are like, gotta find something to attribute that to some thought or, um, yeah, like some worry that we can make meaning out of that really strong sensation. Mm-hmm. And so, I talk to my clients a lot about um, not white knuckling. Their mm-hmm. anxiety as they kind of like, yeah, I can do it. and' I'm like, yeah, but you were holding your body so tight like this. Mm-hmm. you're causing more stress, like lower your shoulders and a lot of times I get met with resistance. I'm like no, 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 if I let go, it's gonna hurt more. Like, mm. it's kind of like coursing through your body
0: like even a, like totally the, the leg shakers. It. You yeah. know, what would happen if you stopped shaking your leg?
2: Ooh.
0: I would die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's bad. interesting, yeah. too, yeah. because shaking is mm-hmm. movement. So, you, like, yeah. that's your body's natural way to, like, kind of help yourself calm you're, down like, from stress mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you're not addressing the thing that's causing you stress. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, but I think the, the those models really complement each other. So, when Emily mm-hmm. was, like, explaining what you're doing, I was like, oh, I'm so interested.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So tell us more, like, get down to the
1: brass tacks. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite sandwich shop. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, i Is that in Portland? Yeah. They've got good vegan sandwiches. Oh, nice. Plug for brass tacks. Check out hashtag.
0: Hashtag bra- brass tacks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, no, continue. Brass <laughs>
0: <aside. Pairs>. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so explain, like, we're idiots. Like, how does this stuff work? And And yeah. by, by explain, like, we're idiots... We just are. (laughs) Just explain as if the reality is existing
2: as it is. Yeah. So, um, what that might look like in our clinic is like somebody comes in and has this chronic stress, they're in fight or flight. Um, we'll go through and what we use in our clinic is called fascial flow method. So fascia is the connective tissue that um, covers all of your organs covers all of your muscles it's contiguous with all the tendons and the ligaments in your body um it pretty much connects like everything in your body and mm-hmm. makes it one single functional unit instead of just a pile of organs and bones and things like that um so it's the flesh really, sacks. yeah flesh <laughs> sacs, it's essentially <laughs> what we are yeah. <laughs> Um, But it just kind of makes you one functional unit, um, and it needs to be able to glide smoothly over each other so that your movement can be really fluid. Um, So when you have things like chemical, emotional, physical stress, the fascia in your body can kind of adhese, and it's like this spider webby material... Um, and it can kind of constrict into little sticky spots, we like to call them. It's easier to understand. Um, well, I understand that word. Sticky spots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is anybody he else like, really bad. grossed out by bodies? <laughs> or is it just me?
1: I don't know.
2: This is a good idea for me. Yeah, okay. exposure. <laughs> like muscles I was for and a, and a while. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. So, yeah, when those sticky spots, I kind of talked about when the sticky spots are there, it causes an alarm signal in your brain. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we teach clients to go through and move fluidly. And once they move fluidly, they realize where their sticky spots are. And then we teach them ways to release those sticky spots and then move fluidly again. So, you can not get any of the alarm signals going to your brain, but just all good, healthy movement signals. That's awesome. So what does the movement look like? I your our listeners
1: can't see. Yeah, I'm like um, talking with my There's head. a visual it's there. like a,
0: a
2: wacky, wavable, inflatable arm Yeah, like tube band or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so these moves a lot of them the names for them are like forward seaweed, side seaweed. So it's really like seaweed, that. fluid, flowy wow. movements. Okay. Um And so these movements are kind of, like, based in some of the movements that you would find in yoga or Pilates dance. Um, But the focus really is, like, the fluidity of it. So we don't want you to just, like, hold a stretch um, and, like, keep it there. We want you to fluidly move through that because that's going (laughs) to maximize all the good signals that you're going to get from that movement. Yeah. So it's awesome um, because the clients... um, that we use this work with are seeing the results that they see with, like, an hour of meditation or, like, an hour of exercise in as little as, like, eight minutes. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's a great tool. And um, when I learned this work, too, it was just hugely impactful on my life, too. I do what we call, like, the core sequence. It's, like, an eight-minute set of movements every morning. And I found myself having more energy throughout the day, um, I didn't need as much coffee in the morning, and I'm like a coffee fanatic, <laughs> but I also have been trying to cut down a bit, so um, it's, been, it's been huge. I just feel more resilient um, throughout the day. Little things don't upset, upset me as much. Mm-hmm. I'm able to return to my center quicker um, without just kind of like spiraling and out of control, so I'm just more resilient, which is awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's really nice. awesome. So, so, seaweed moves yeah. are, are what we're talking here. Any particular seaweed motion? I'm, I'm you trying said to be. Front sea-
1: seaweed and
2: side seaweed. Front yeah. seaweed, side seaweed. So side seaweed? Am I yeah. doing it right? So, there's a lot of different. <laughs> a lot
1: no. Of different.
2: <laughs> um, but essentially, you're just kind of like swaying side to side, and you really want each, like if you put your thumbs on your rib cage, starting at your lowest ribs. You want to, like, bend to the side and then bend to the other side and work your thumbs up your ribcage and just make sure that each bone is moving independently of each other. Oh, God. Oh. And see, you're realizing, like, oh, my God, I have all these sticky smells.
0: Oh, yeah, I think my body is just broken. <laughs> <laughs> I think the entire thing is sticky spots. I totally. went to yoga
1: last night, so I feel like a champion right now. You're like, yeah, messy, messy. <laughs> no, this is hard. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel like I'm doing, like, a, like a, um, a more sexual kind of, like, I'm a little teapot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a really great description.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, sexy teapot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I might have to rebrand. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Filtered
2: teapot, <laughs> teapot courtesan. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a whole system. So there's like several different movements. But that's mm-hmm. that's a good one that I do a lot, and it's cool too because you can do this just sitting down. So mm-hmm. you don't have to do the, all the moves in the eight minutes like contiguously. You can just take your favorite moves and do them one by one. Um, and they're all, like, super easy to do. And, like, I do these, like, in the grocery store, or, like, in line. Like, you really do it anywhere and look like a total so weirdo. Using you but...
0: other teapots. another
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out. I do a lot of stuff in the grocery store that mm-hmm. I then realize, like, oh, there's other people around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait
0: a minute. <laughs> nice. Well, that's so interesting. Yeah. I feel like with all this. Uh I just keep thinking like chiropractor chi- chiropractor <laughs> chiro- <laughs> chiropractic and mental health like who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought like my neck, my back,
1: my anxiety attack. Ah, <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um I mean like I feel like so I went to see a chiropractor when a doctor of chiropractic is that the preferred nomenclature? Um a chiropractor. I went to see a C um, <laughs> when I was uh, like in junior high, because um, you know I was like a high-strung, anxious mess of a child, and um, what did you know that <laughs> I insisted on bringing home each and every textbook every night back and forth to school and my backpack weighed Aww. like 50 pounds and I probably weighed like 70 pounds <laughs> I was like a tiny child um,
0: your parents didn't get you the deluxe rolly
1: backpack? they did oh. In fact, oh my god my parents eventually. did too I did um, <laughs> but I went to see a doctor of chiropractic and um, I loved it and I kept going and going and going until <laughs> so my parents were like I don't think you need to go anymore <laughs> but I was just like, this is the best thing ever. Um, and I, yeah, I remember like feeling less stressed overall and still had to bring every single book home because God forbid (laughs) I didn't have the answer right there in front of me. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I had nothing but positive experiences
2: there. So that's awesome. Yeah. And unfortunately I feel like it, whenever I talk to somebody about chiropractic they're inevitably like oh well I know someone who had a bad experience and it's Mm. so sad um because in every profession you're gonna have people who are great and people who are not as great um and it just makes me so upset when people are like oh well chiropractic doesn't work because I just had this one bad Mm -hmm. experience um so yeah it's what we do in our clinic is really gentle too. That's a big anxiety that a lot of people who are new to chiropractic come in with. Mm-hmm. Um, is it gentle? Am I going to get hurt? Um, just some of the videos that you see on YouTube and stuff just look kind of rough. Um, but I am working on a postdoctorate degree in pediatrics. And oh, cool. the other doctor in the clinic that I work in um, also has her diploma in pediatrics as well. Um, so we use really gentle technique. Um, And we work in what we call a resonance-based model. So we believe that the body knows what's best. And when you have these compensating patterns in your body or something's kind of like misaligned or you're just kind of out of whack for Mm -hmm. lack of a better word, um, your body's not wrong in doing that. It's doing that because it's adapting Mm -hmm. to something else. Um, So we don't say, okay, well, this should be here and I'm going to move it back into place. We really want to work with your body and with your system to put it back in a way that's kind of like um, pushing a kid on a swing. Like, if you just mm. try to push at the wrong time, it's not going to make as much movement. And here oh, yeah. I am using my <laughs> hands again on the podcast. You've <laughs> got a lot of great hand gestures. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, all over the place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you really have to be, like, in tune with the body and working Mm -hmm. with the body in a way that's going to create more sustainable change and get you more momentum. So um, that's, we work with a lot of people who have a lot of trauma, too. And um, when they come in, we don't want to, like, go in and make this huge, big change that feels really unsafe. We want to do little adjustments. And that's funny, that's the name of our clinic to <laughs> little adjustments oh, or rebrand because <laughs> <laughs> we do pediatrics. And this yeah. is kind of one of our, uh, big branding things too, is making little adjustments over time that build big mm-hmm. momentum. That's but really cool. the clinic is not called little adjustments anymore <laughs> because we are moving into, um, a movement center in, um, well, actually we just got the keys today. Wow. So we'll hope we're, yeah, we're going to have a big launch party, um, next m- or no in March and I'll keep you guys updated on I will be yeah. there. when that's going to yeah, be that sounds great. yeah because it's going to be awesome um,
0: how drunk do you have to get a chiropractor <laughs> before they crack your back
2: for you I'm <laughs> not going to answer them <laughs>
0: Slash how, how unethical! Is yeah, pretty, pretty unethical. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: one of the things they don't tell you to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh, that sounds so cool. Yeah. yeah. So the
2: new um, studio's name is going to be Chrysalis Studio. So you can find it at chrysalispdx.com. Cool. Oh, nice. Do you guys have an Instagram? Um, we do, and it'll be. It won't be focused on me. It's. Um, the woman I work with, her mm-hmm. name is Dr. Satya Sardonicus, and mm-hmm. we've been building up, um, her Instagram is kind of the branding Instagram, so cool. you can cool. find her at resilience.artist. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well,
0: that's really awesome. Yeah.
2: I've heard a lot, I mean, like, I talk
1: to my clients a lot about, like, massage, too. You know, like, mm-hmm. a massage isn't going to fix your anxiety disorder, um, but they help get things moving, and so when I mm-hmm. kind of talk about, um, the, like, holding things in your body, and they're like, that doesn't make sense, I'm like, well, how do you feel after a massage, and they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so relaxed, that, yeah, like, and, mm-hmm. you know, when you get a massage sometimes, at first, you're like, that hurts a little bit, like, it hurts so good, and, like, not bad hurt, but, like, oh, that's a little tender, or, like, mm-hmm. Sometimes people cry after a massage. Like it just gets things moving. Like the mind body connection mm-hmm. is so strong that when, um, you know, things are activated in your body. Like I don't know how it works. I just know that, <laughs> that it <works>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how it works in therapy. So I'm yeah. really glad to hear that what I've been promoting is real science. <laughs> yeah,
2: and same sort of um, idea behind like acupuncture too mm-hmm. is your body stores energy in different ways. Yeah, and that's something we do address in our clinic as well. We who um, studies some of the acupressure points in the different meridians, um, and so we take a full body, a holistic approach to people, and we want to look at how you're functioning structurally, like how your body's moving, um, your energetics, and how you're storing your energy in your body, and yeah. if it can be released anyway. Uh, we also really focus our clients on relating back to their mission, vision, purpose in life. Like, are mm. you connected to people in your life, and how do you interact with other people, mm-hmm. um, and do you feel like you have a purpose in life? Those mm-hmm. are big things yeah. that are gonna prevent people from really living their optimal life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's super important to us to really look at the whole picture of what's going on. That's sure. awesome. Yeah,
0: I'm just so excited to hear more about like what people are doing in regards to like the physical body and how that correlates with trauma yeah because I mean we don't get much if any education as therapists in the body or aside from just like brain you know like like yeah science type I mean stuff. I
1: feel like I took a lot of um I took a couple of courses and I went to a training when I was in grad school um around like somatic mm-hmm. um psychology um which I thought was really fascinating but that's like a a facet you know mm-hmm. that like it's, it wasn't taught in general um, and I was always really fascinated with but I'm not, um, I don't like specialize in mm-hmm. trauma necessarily, so. Yeah,
0: and like, it's not, um, it's not even like resources that I've heard about before. Like, I've yeah. never heard of, oh my gosh, like, y- you know, you feel like you have this trauma stored in your body, go you see a chiropractor. Like, yeah, that I've probably never... wouldn't have
1: been my first. Yeah. 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 We heard a lot about massage and yoga. Yeah. Um, and
0: maybe like stress, you know, like, oh, if yeah. you're hunching over, you know, mm-hmm. if you're kind of like. Um, stressed out from work, and you're always looking at your computer screen. Like yeah. it fucks up your back, like yeah. things like
1: that. But never like directly like. Yeah, I think I've always heard of like, um, like, chiropractic as like there's something wrong with your like injury. You scoliosis yes, yeah, scoliosis or, yeah. or things Car like accident. that. Um, so that's really exciting to hear that it's from more than. <laughs> yeah, so much more,
2: and um, I always I had that same misconception too before I went to school to become a chiropractor. Um, I The only exposure I had to it was some of our family friends were chiropractors. And I went like once or twice and I had like some pain in my hip and it felt better and nobody told me to like go again or that it helped with anything other than my hip pain. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: But your entire nervous system, which controls all of your body, mm-hmm. all of your organs, all of your hormones, everything like that is um, contained within your spine. So if some of your bones are a little bit out of line, um, it can put pressure on those nerves that are sending that entire signal. Um, So chiropractic really came from a more neurological basis and not so like musculoskeletal, back pain. Um, Mm. And so that's why you hear about kids recovering from ear infections and um, people having less allergies or... Um, improvements in their asthma. Um, when I went to chiropractic school, I had really bad eczema, and I haven't had that since I got a, started getting adjusted regularly. Um, huh. Just because my nervous system is functioning so much better, mm-hmm. and so I'm less stressed. Okay. I'm, my wheels are turning. it's like yeah. what can I fix? What? <laughs> <laughs> what can I prove? Yeah, so I'm I, just I just an allergy <laughs> the part. As Emily knows my yeah. allergies are kind of out of control. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, getting adjusted and just making sure that at least, you know, your nervous system is functioning at its highest potential is the first step in figuring out what's going on. Yeah. Um, By addressing that, you end up addressing a lot of other things, too.
0: What kind of, um, like, feedback do you give, like, most of your clients, like, about movement? You know, like, not necessarily, like, chiropractic interventions, but, like, When you see a client and you're hoping that they can kind of incorporate more movement and more of this kind of like fascia type um, interventions into their life, like are there any like activities that you would recommend just for someone that's interested in like
2: fluid movement in general? Well, that's kind of why we started these workshop programs that Mm -hmm. teach you these flow movements and um, the fascial flow method um, is that's kind of the movements that we found that are the most impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I can't teach them all on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, what? It's or really what? any
1: of
0: them. <laughs> 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 but, like, are, like is yo- yoga helpful? Like, stretching? Like, are there things that people are maybe already doing that would improve their fascia? Yeah,
2: yoga is helpful. Pilates is also based in fascia, so that's helpful. Dance, mm-hmm. any sort of fluid... Movement that you're doing um, is really helpful. Um, the biggest takeaway, it though, is you want to make sure that you're never pushing yourself too hard to the point where mm. you're bracing against some sort of movement. Mm. Um, a lot of my clients are like kind of type A, like I want to do it and I want to do a really good job at it kind mm-hmm. of people. We don't um, know anything about yeah, that. And, and, yeah. we definitely not. <laughs> Um, and so I totally get the feeling like I've been in yoga classes before where I like look over and see someone else like with their leg above their head. And I'm like, oh, whoa! I want to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's going to be less effective than going to. So you don't want to push past the point where you're uncomfortable because um, mm-hmm. that's going to have a negative effect versus going to the point where you are comfortable um, will have more of a benefit for you so Mm -hmm. always kind of tracking that internal um feeling of being like really expansive and being like okay yeah this feels really good or like contractile Mm. and feeling like oh this doesn't feel good so just being really self-aware when you are doing those movements Mm -hmm. um and if your listeners are interested in seeing some more of those movements um we do offer studio classes at this new studio that will be opening up. Um, and we also offer a workshop called Resilience Training, where we teach you all of the self-fascial release, and we also teach you all the fascial movements um, that you can do. And that is a one-weekend intensive. It's coming up on February 23rd and 24th. Um, and I got the go-ahead to go ahead and offer you guys, uh, all the listeners, $75 off.
1: Oh, wow. training.
2: Awesome. So, um, yeah, you can find that at chrysalisstudio.comslash resilience training. It's just a tab on our website. Um, so, you can go on there and you'll have to apply for it. And on the application, mm-hmm. um, you'll get on a phone call with us and just mention that you listen to this podcast and we'll take $75 Ooh, off it. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. Nice. So, it's going to be really, really great. You'll learn the full system. Um, And then we do um, some other offers, too. You'll learn a little bit more about nutrition, what kind of things you can be eating to um, decrease the sticky chemistry that promotes fascial adhesions Mm. in your body. Um, You'll get advanced access to the cookbook that we have coming out. So that's really cool. Um, That would involve me learning how to cook. (laughs) Emily, you
1: get the cookbook.
2: (laughs) vegan Some of them are, yeah. Yeah. It's like paleo-vegan for the most part. Oh, cool. There's some fish, um, but yeah, a lot of Mm -hmm. paleo-vegan. Yeah, and then you'll also get like a one-on-one assessment with me, too, where um, we'll go ahead and do some functional um, exam procedures that help me get a better understanding of where you are at in your resilience um, and some one-on-one individualized modifications that you can use to um, address your specific needs that's awesome huh? yeah
0: what a what a gracious offer yeah <laughs> generous <laughs> <laughs> gracious
2: that sounds and really generous. awesome yeah yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Super it's gonna be really yeah. so
0: check yeah. that out
2: and I'd love to see some of you guys there. yeah yeah cool thanks so much
0: for for joining us and sharing about all that
2: yeah I'm definitely like a buzz
1: My brain is working.
0: I'm I'm, I'm fascinated. (laughs) Oh, is it so
2: fascinating? (laughs) That
1: That was was good. good. (laughs) Emily, you just had like a bliss moment.
0: (laughs) I was like a pun. Oh my God. Uh, Love Love (laughs) puns. Do you have any uh, tips or tricks around dog fascia? How to improve dog fascia? Because i got a, yeah. a puppy here on my lap that has some, some spine-related concerns. Yeah, she does. Is there yeah. any dog-related massage
2: techniques? That you... you know, I don't have any extra training in animals. <laughs> <so. She's laughs> off cute, the record. Yeah, no. off the record.
0: I don't know if I can get her to do the seaweed move.
2: Yeah, that. that might take I'm some just extra have to train. do it for her. Yeah.
0: We'll have to do some research. On yeah. yeah. Right now, her her number one intervention is just CBD.
2: Just yeah. giving her some like deep broad squeezes too oh, that sends a lot of is. proprioceptive signals and that'll decrease stress. She's like what <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do always give her squeezes. I always give her like little back massages. Yeah,
2: that's good. Yeah. She's
1: you're perfect. such a spoiled puppy. She,
0: she is. Good dog. She's great.
1: I love you, but so
0: just so that you guys can can know what's going on. She has been snoring on my lap like this entire time. <laughs> and farting in her sleep. So <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: So in case Wait, you guys <laughs> Uh, have upgraded to the most recent Smell-O-Vision.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like, I'm so sorry. Also, so, FYI, so sorry. she farted
1: on my laptop like an hour ago. Oh, uh, <laughs> no.
0: Man. <laughs> man, hopefully it wasn't a. like
1: a. a wet <laughs> Oh, God. This is
0: the second poop joke we've.
1: I like poop. Poop jokes. episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, so there's one thing that I wanted to mention before we get into our questions, which is because I knew that you would forget. Corey has a new Instagram name. Yeah,
1: I did. I did it change it. It is
0: OCD Therapist.
1: OCD Therapist, yeah. So you
0: can find her there. Now I'm going to have to update our um, end of... Sorry. Thingy. It's okay. It's
1: okay. I don't know how to do that or I would help.
0: <laughs> That's okay. I'll just, like, make you teach me more about ERP. Or okay.
1: Cool. Um, yeah, I changed my Instagram because I wanted to be more reflective of my work, um, what I'm what I specialize in and what I do, and um, OCD is my jam.
0: Well, we're really excited to be seeing you more on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I've decided to up my Instagram game, so mm-hmm. it's uh, taking a lot of effort on account of it is not coming easily to me. So <laughs> I really hope I you, right? you yeah. like um, I me so grabbing random memes and having no aesthetic whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's a meme aesthetic. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a meme aesthetic. You um, know,
0: Fuck Jerry became the biggest meme lord on our planet just by recycling memes so that's what can i do plan it, on you doing you can do it you yeah
1: know? i'm gonna be the biggest therapist on the planet by recycling memes and writing my <laughs> own, <laughs> own caption yeah. like insightful comments
2: yeah. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> do. Speak you gotta out.
0: Uh, memes and fuck jerry and instagram and all those things um have either of you guys had the opportunity yet to watch the documentary about fire festival no Mm-mm. but i want to um, I watched it, and I have to say, like as a therapist, like watching it and just being like, oh, oh no, oh no, like this guy's
1: is it a honey? Mentally no? ill, oh. you know, like What's just like
0: it's a honey no for sure. Yeah. So, you know the fire festival that, that went off without a hitch, like, two <laughs> years ago? So,
1: basically, there was, like, this huge festival they planned, and it was, like, on an island or something. Yeah, like, it was, people like, had to in Jamaica.
0: Oh. And
1: it was just completely, like, defunct. Yeah. Like, people got there, and they were, like, we don't have anyone here, there's no lodging, there's no food, like, leave.
0: Uh-huh. So, and, like... It was, like, a universal moment of, like, schadenfreude, where everyone was, like, oh, my God, these rich people are suffering, and it's hilarious. (laughs) They were, like, oh, we were promised, like, filet mignon, and we have, like, these cheese sandwiches. You know, like, people were, like, on Twitter, like... Like, um, one of the things that was really funny, it was, like, rich people really like camping unless it's a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty funny. uh, It's really good. The documentary is really interesting. Like, it's all about, basically, this guy and his delusions of grandeur and or, like, he's just a con man? I don't know. It's unclear. 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 Can't diagnose. (laughs) Can't diagnose. But, um, just a fascinating story about, like, confidence and, like, the impact that that can have on, like... Whether people believe you, you know, this guy like made all these fake businesses. People believed it. You know, people were giving him money, like millions of dollars. Um, Ja rule, you know, got swept up in it. Got swept up as he does.
1: Um, (laughs) Ja, ja. Ja. I heard that Hulu and Netflix both made a separate documentary. Yeah, it's like a,
0: it's like a war. Yeah.
1: May the odds be ever in your favor, whoever. Firefest. Is that what it's
0: called? Uh, nice. the, the one on Hulu that I watched is called Fire Fraud. The other one that comes out tomorrow is just called Fire. Fire. F-Y-R-E.
1: I yeah. Oh, okay. Fire. Yeah.
0: Fierce. Fier.
1: Fier. Fierce. <laughs> Fierce. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Epic fail. hmm um, It's a little too close to yeah. home for me,
0: though. Really so. interesting. Oh, why?
1: Because um, <laughs> one time I went to try to go to a music festival, and it got canceled, and I uh, yeah. was, like, depressed for, like, two months. Did <laughs> did you I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I did not get...
0: Your plane ticket. My plane laptop. ticket.
1: Oh. Or my life.
0: I'm pretty sure I got, like, Snapchats <laughs> of you crying and eating food alone in a hotel room.
1: Well, I don't have Snapchat, but I did just... I think I just maybe FaceTimed you.
0: <laughs> or maybe just texted me pictures. I
1: was just a mess. It was. It was I was sobbing.
0: It was... It was hard for all of us. <laughs> I
1: feel like that like was a condescending comment, because you were like, it's fine, we're alive. And I was like, my life is over! <laughs>
0: I felt like I was very validating at that time. I, I guess it's not funny to make fun of it yet.
1: I should be over it.
0: I guess I just need to reflect back on my Instagram post today that was like sometimes you're the toxic person and I just wanna say if I was just the toxic person <laughs> then or now apologies. No. It's fine. Like it's fine. Forgiven. Like I appreciate it. It. I, just,
1: <laughs> I just forgave myself. <laughs> I didn't think you were being toxic, I'm just being a big baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Alright.
1: We had some other what stuff else to talk we about. Talk
0: about? Oh yeah, Um, so something that's coming up I think for a lot of clients and maybe for us as well, I don't know, weird, um, (laughs) is kind of like that post-holiday blues, like seasonal affective, sort of, just like, it's winter.
1: Yeah. Is anyone else as bummed out about that as I am? I am pretty bummed. So I, yesterday I had some time and I was walking my dog and I was like, trying to squeeze it in between the rain and it was just so glummy and goopy and like blah out. And usually after a walk, I feel like fantastic top of the world, like sunshine and air. And yesterday I was like, "Ugh, I just want to like get back in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I definitely feel like it's, it's in the air. It's hitting me. Um, and it's something that a lot of, um, around this time of year I hear from my clients as well. Like, Mm nothing's really changed but I just don't feel very good I start to feel a little bit more bummed out or um the things I was doing to manage my depression aren't really doing anymore I need to like kick it up a notch Mm -hmm. and I kind of get reminded of that episode of Broad City um when she's like have you seen that one where she's like her depression kind of gets into a bad place and she's like using one of those like sun lamps and it's like not working anymore (laughs) so she's like wraps tinfoil around it to like amplify it and was like please son cure my depression and the solution was actually she just needed to up her medication yeah yeah oh my gosh
0: yeah I mean like it's definitely like it's it's that point of the year where it's just like the dreary doldrums feel like they're gonna go on forever yeah you know
1: yeah so what what are some things that we all like to do that can be helpful I mean, I have a sun lamp. I have, like, a little happy
2: lamp. that. I have a happy lamp, too. And what I like to do is I set my alarm for, like, 20 minutes before I actually want to be up. And then turn that on quick. And then go back to bed for 20 minutes. And then just have that, like, naturally kind of waking me up. Because it's the worst when you're, like, you wake up and it's dark. And then you come Mm -hmm. home from work and it's dark. And I just feel like... All of my me time is spent in the dark. Yeah, which is, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that helps. Um, and then you know, moving, hanging out with family, friends. Mm-hmm. Doing that sort of I
0: spectrum. like playing video games where the weather outside in the video game is sunny. I'm like, oh, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) You're not kidding at all. I'm not kidding. (laughs) That's a good idea. You made fun of me for my sad thing. (laughs) You made fun of
0: me for my Xbox. I got an Xbox for Christmas from my partner, and uh, I was like, I'm never going to use this.
1: I've seen you using it several times now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like really into it now. I like I'm very much enjoying. And it's kind of nice. It's like, you know, you're kind of doing something, but you're not. I've never been like really into video games. This is like my first time. I feel like I'm not going to be into it as soon as it's nice out. Yeah. But like for now, I'm just kind of like something to do. Yeah. Something to like occupy my mind a little bit.
1: I find so during the summer, I don't usually go to the gym very much. I usually like go for hikes and walk outside. And um, in the winter, I find that I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to the gym now and just going like walking on the treadmill. Treadmills are the worst. There are, I mean, they are like, (laughs) don't love it, but I don't have to worry. It's not. Because it's dark, you know, I can't really walk around my neighborhood in the rain. in the dark. (laughs) But I can go to the gym and listen to music and go for a walk on the treadmill or um, on the elliptical or something, so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I find I met the gym more frequently, made my gym buddies.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that stuckness, like, I feel like it just gives me hope knowing that, like, spring is soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, usually by March, we have at least a couple of nice warm days. Yeah, not like every day, yeah. but like we get a couple. Yeah, yeah. We went to the snow last I was weekend just gonna too, say, and that really helps. Yeah, because like
1: it's so reflective. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least it's sunny. You know, mm-hmm. usually up there. Um, I need to go to the mountain. Is what needs to happen.
0: Yeah, oh I my found gosh. those skis. Yeah, you, me and Corey found skis on the t- side of the road. I, like, <laughs> Corey's like, awesome. look, skis! And I just keep driving, and, and like she's like, you need to turn around. I was like, go get those skis. And then she's I was like, so I expensive. can't. I just she yelled was, at that rollerblading guy. <laughs> and then we had to wait for the rollerblading guy to go past. It was a lot. There was a person rollerblading, like, in the middle of the road, and I was like, I wasn't yelling at him, like, to be me, and I was just like, yeah, that's awesome!
1: And yeah, but it kind of came out like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you just like cat called that poor guy. Like, I didn't mean to. I but was like, wait, sh- but go get, get
0: the skis. <laughs> yeah, it was like a really wild three minutes of our yeah. lives. We were like, I, I saw the rollerblader, you saw the skis, we were both really excited. I yeah. was yelling, the sun I was, was shining, you we were yelling.
2: Then I felt immediately
0: shameful and embarrassed, feeling like I may have just catcalled an adult male. (laughs) But then I was like, you know what? Maybe it's their time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's time. I'm just kidding. No.
1: No. I was laughing because I'm trying to like Marie Kondo my life, and I was like, get rid of stuff that doesn't spark joy. And then I was like, I brought home my husband. I was like, I found some things. And He's like, what? Spark joy of stuff. And I was like, they're still sitting. I haven't even put them in the garage. We have to go take them to um, like a ski place and make sure that they're, like, safe and not gonna kill Yeah, that would be... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Louise. I know. But I was, like, excited.
0: I, like, really want to go skiing now, too. I went to Timberline Lodge for the first time. You told me, like, two weeks ago you
1: never want to go skiing. When I found the skis, you are like...
0: Well, it looked really fun when I saw people doing it. I've never, like, seen people... I thought it was, like, scary and, like, really downhill. You know, like...
1: I mean, it can be. I don't want to do that.
0: I'd like to do, like... Do some bunny hills. Where you just kind of, like, go down, like, a small slope, and then you're like, "Whoo! I'm exhausted, and
1: then you retire to your room in a lodge. It's, like, really expensive to live that lifestyle. Oh. Like, going down once. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, a hundred dollar experience. You gotta go, like, all day. Worth
0: every every moment of that ten second (laughs)
1: breeze. The last time I went skiing, I ran into Dr. J.
0: What? Yeah. Should I bleep his name? No. I guess we didn't use a full name. No, we just ran into him. He's just a doctor. And I was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: Some of you will get this. Yeah, like two. <laughs>
0: his hair was blowing in the wind. <laughs> okay. Quite
1: luxurious. Um, okay.
0: Oh, uh, another thing. Um, dry January is in full swing. Yeah. Um, I have participated fully. I have too. Dry Jan. Um, it's been really pleasant.
1: I am really enjoying it and kind of wondering if this is going to be my life from now on.
0: Yeah, like, I'm also kind of like, you know, maybe I don't want to drink all the time. Yeah. You know?
1: It was, I mean, December was rough because it was just like, holiday party, Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So much fun. Sunday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I have noticed Mm -hmm. that, so I'm definitely experiencing less general anxiety and I don't know, I'm not going to attribute that necessarily entirely to dry January, but I do feel a lot less anxious, which is awesome. I've also had, like, way more, like, sugar cravings. Mm. Like, I'm, like, give give me all of the, like, Twizzlers, like, gummy bears, all that stuff. Like, anything, like, chewy and sweet, you I'm like just, like, Swedish give fish. it to me. Yeah, Swedish fish, Sour Patch Kids, Yum. which are also vegan.
1: I know. I know my vegan kids.
0: <laughs> Um, so that has <clears> been an <throat> intrigue. because I'm usually, like, a savory, not a sweet person. And now I'm like, I want juice. Like, I want all this stuff. I think it's just because there's so much sugar and alcohol. But, like, my body is, like, craving all the sugar. Yeah. these chemicals that...
1: I always crave sugar, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll like nothing new. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or <laughs> yeah. right. right. have you been doing dry-, dry jam? You know, I was a little bit, um... And then I did have a glass of wine the other night, sometimes that's just what you want. Yeah. Sometimes you So, I, yeah, did not restrict myself, and mm-hmm. I'm not a huge drinker, like, I like a glass of red wine every now and then. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thinking about doing it for an extended period of times and making, like, a conscious effort of it, mm-hmm. I think is um, awesome, and... Yeah, since since I it's been on my mind more, I'm like not craving it as much, I notice. Um, and when I am craving it, I'm like, well, do I really want that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of thinking about it, just being more conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really missed it. I mean
1: I wasn't I don't drink very much, but um, we went to get pizza
2: last weekend and mm-hmm. I was
1: like, Oh, <laughs> I really want a beer right now. Yeah. Um Mostly because I asked if they had seltzer water, and she kind of gave me a funny look and was like, No, and I was like, oh, I didn't do the judgment thing, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, Really, when we were up at Timberline and we had like been walking around in the snow all day, and this, that, and yeah. the other, and I was like, oh, I kind of want a beer, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I guess I'll have a root beer, and it was actually really good,
1: yeah, it was really delicious. Root beer is tasty. Mm-hmm.
0: But it is hard. I feel like we're all kind of at that age where it's like, if anybody wants to hang out, it's like, let's go get a drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy and hour. Yeah. 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 But it's like, you don't have to get an alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Like you could get... A
2: mocktail. A mocktail
0: or a yeah. CBD soda. Yeah. I have it mm-hmm. some places in Portland now, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um,
1: I mm-hmm. usually get a seltzer water with lime and then I like mm. chug it and then people are like, Oh my god, Corey, are you okay to drive? <laughs> I'm like, that was not vodka. Fun I don't fact. think it was vodka. <laughs> yeah. And they're
0: like, another. <laughs> it sounds like you on your birthday, but it wasn't water. <laughs> it's okay, you're a human being who has birthdays.
1: I had a birthday. Yeah. It was my golden birthday. Ooh, oh, was it? Yeah, I was 31 on the 31st. Nice.
0: Yeah um
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so dry January's going really well for me dry jam I feel like my organs are like I've been really thirsty lately and oh, I feel me like mm, I've just been like chugging 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 water and I'm like yeah body sounds like I wasn't giving you enough water lately so I'm just gonna keep <laughs> doing that um but like my LaCroix habit is getting a little pricey because I drank, like, five today. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, I like, should have some real water in the mix yeah. here.
0: <laughs> so I was at Target with my partner, and we were buying, like, you know, everything in Target, and then in addition to that, like, six cases of LaCroix or something, which honestly is probably just, like, our weekly level of consumption of LaCroix. Yeah. Um, and this guy who was, like, behind us was like, looks like you guys are about to have a party. <laughs> you know, like, that's a joke. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like... Um, we're doing dry January, so got a replacement. He was like, Oh, yeah, I've been sober for years. Like, that's my replacement drink. And I was like, Oh, so you weren't being sarcastic? No. Like, it does seem like a party? With, like, our... <laughs> it's a LaCroix party. It's like a party.
1: Okay. I like LaCroix parties. Yeah. LaCroix, you should probably sponsor us. We <laughs> talk about <laughs> we you we a lot. A lot. Well, yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we've kind of talked about almost everything.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, um, it's been such a blast having you, Dr. Danielle Ayers,
1: who's now being
2: clawed by my cat (laughs) in, like, a pleasant way. Um, So, you said chrysalis. Chrysalis, and that's kind of hard to spell, so I'll spell it out for you in case it's hard. Yeah. C-H-R-Y-S-A-L-I-S. Chrysalis, and it's chrysalis... PDX.com is where you can cool. find me. ChrysalisPDX.com. nice, and yeah. seventy five dollars off. How exciting! Yeah, come yeah. check it out. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll keep you guys updated on um, when we're going to be opening the studio. We'll have a big fun launch party. We, we will be there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll totally be yeah. there. We're going to give out like free studio classes and a bunch of other like fun giveaways nice. cool. and stuff like that. So awesome. Well, um, well thanks yeah. for coming to talk yeah. to yeah. us. Yeah, thanks awesome. so much, Thank guys. So this is so awesome. All right, Bye-bye. bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Adulting Therapists. To learn more about us, you can find Emily at SproutTherapyPDX.com
1: or on Instagram at SproutTherapyPDX. And you can find Corey at CoreyAntonCounseling.com. See you for your next session!